Are you currently using book trailers to market your book? Today's episode will help you get started in the right direction, so stick around. Your Best Writing Life welcomes Access More as one of our sponsors. Let's take a quick listen, and we'll be right back. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome to Your Best Writing Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Writers Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb, and each week I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. Oh, I'm so very glad that you're listening in. During today's episode, you're going to learn about creating book trailers. And I'm going to tell you right off the bat, book trailers are the most underutilized marketing tools available to writers. Everyone can benefit from video trailers, whether it's a book trailer, coaching trailer, speaking trailer. Today and this time, visual is the way to go. We must be seen to be heard. And today's guest is an expert when it comes to creating trailers. Please welcome with me Shannon Redman. Shannon is a Publishers Weekly bestselling author and writes romantic suspense stories for Harlequin's love-inspired suspense line. She creates video book trailers for Christian authors to provide marketing content for their social media pages, websites, Amazon, and Goodreads. She's represented by Tamala Hancock-Murray of the Steve Lobby Agency. Shannon Welcome to Your Best Writing Life. Hi, Linda. I am so thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me today. We're going to get right down into the content for today. I don't want to waste a moment with you, Shannon, because you have such amazing information for us. As a matter of fact, I did have an opportunity to sit in on one of your classes where you're teaching on book trailers. Fabulous, fabulous teaching. So today- We're going to be looking at some basic bones about book trailers. And let's go ahead and start off with the types of software that we can use for video. Okay. So the one that there's a lot of different software out there and there's a lot of different price ranges. So you really want to do your research. Our our listeners want to do their research and make sure that they find something that fits their budget because it can get a little pricey on some on one end. And then you can find some that are actually very reasonable. Now, a lot of people, a a good place to start for a new person would be like, maybe Canva. It's a great, got a great little video software that you can use. It even allows you to put some music and things with it. Does it have a lot of the transition and effects that you see in some of today's book trailers or more professionally, that are more professionally done? But then there's some other softwares that kind of up the ante. And the best one, I think personally, the one that I like to use, and I've used it for years, and then I've actually upgraded a little bit just recently, a couple of weeks ago. But the one I used for years was Camtasia. It was a very user-friendly software that 
just made it easy to kind of understand and put everything together. Um, but now I've actually upgraded even once again, and now I'm using DaVinci Resolve, which is on the same level of Adobe Premiere Pro. And DaVinci Resolve is what they use in like Hollywood for film trailers and movie trailers and things like that. And it just gives you a whole lot more menus and effects and transitions. But I don't recommend that for a, a new person that's just trying to get started. There are some others out there. Adobe Element Essentials is also another good one that's kind of a lower level budgeted for good, great quality, great features, um, but you don't have to pay as much. And then there's also Corel um, Movie, AviVid, and iMovie for Apple products. That's really good as well. And this is good because we all have different budgets. So I appreciate yes. that you're letting us know there are things that we can do ourselves and for us to research it as well. So you've given us some good resources here. Yeah, and, so, and some of them are uh, have a little bit higher learning curve. Like the ones that are a little more pricey, they have a higher learning curve. So if you're not real tech savvy, you probably want to start out with something like Canva or Adobe Element Essentials or even Camtasia just to kind of give you that first introduction into video editing software. Okay, beautiful. And people... Mm -hmm. Be prepared for tutorials. Yes. Be prepared. <laughs> yes. And, and, and well, you know, Shannon, even if we don't do it ourselves, we may have someone who is a little bit more tech savvy that can go through the tutorials and help us out with it if if need be. Absolutely. And I yeah, also my son, know. Yeah, go ahead. My son is super tech savvy. I would often ask him questions like, um, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? Or I would watch tons of YouTube videos. And, and most of these softwares have their own tutorials. I know DaVinci Resolves has like a whole library of tutorials. So most of them come with tutorials to teach you how to use each element in the software, which is really great. And you just have to set the time. Yes, anything, <laughs> that we're going, anything that we're going to invest in, make sure that we set aside the time to invest in it. Just like we would go to a writer's conference. We would go to yes. a speaker's conference. We have to set aside the time. So we have many learning conferences at home. And Absolutely. set aside, block that time, and we can get this done as well. Yes. And I also know that Shannon is most excellent at creating video trailers as well. So well, we'll talk you. a little bit more about that toward the end of our time here together. Sounds so let's great. look at then we have the basic idea, the type of software that we can use to create videos. Mm -hmm. What is the first thing that you want to tell us about what not to do when we're creating mm. book trailers? Yeah, I think that's really important. There's a couple things that I think you should not do when you're creating a video trailer. One is you want to make sure that your music that you don't want to have unmatched music. So your music must match your genre. So in other words, for a thriller video, I'm not going to have some light, happy, romantic music because it's not going to speak to that genre. So that's the first mistake I see sometimes in book trailers. You'll start it and it's like got some weird music with it. And it just doesn't match the, the feel of the story that you're trying to promote. So make sure that your music that you choose, your audio matches what you want to promote. The other thing that I see that I think is is wrong, and you, you'll see this even in movie trailers, um, when you have a movie or a book and you put too much of a script in it, like, have you ever sat down and watched a movie trailer and they put like all the good scenes in the movie trailer and then you get to the movie and you watch the movie and you're like, well, I saw that in the trailer. So you don't, mm. don't want to give 
away the entire story in your trailer. It's supposed to be a sneak peek, a little to whet the appetite of the reader. You want to kind of hook them in and make them curious about your book. Um, And then the other thing that happens is that sometimes we don't have enough movement in trailers. I see a lot of like still pictures and those are, those are okay. But if if you don't do them in the right way and it just kind of flips from picture to picture to picture, it starts to feel like a slideshow at your, you know, at the, like a vacation slideshow or something where you bring, where you invite your friends over and you show them slide after slide after slide, like in the old days when they had those slide projectors, right? So we don't want to do that. We want everything to flow really well. You want to have movement in your, in your video and you want it to escalate from sort of you know, kind of that first scene all the way up through a climactic end. So the movement I find is best to use would be to use the actual video clips instead of of photos. And then the other thing that's a little that I'm not a big fan of, but I have seen it done well is voiceovers. So a lot of people want to read portions of their book during the book trailer and if you don't have the right person to read that voiceover or to do, to get the feel of your book, it just kind of falls flat, I think. Now, I think Vincent B. Davis, he's an author friend of, of mine and, and yours too, I think. Um, he did a Roman series, historical Roman series of suspense. It was thriller. And he did a voiceover. It was fantastic. Like it, it would just fit. The guy that was speaking through the trailer was just amazing. And I think he hired somebody to do that. So if you use a voiceover, you want to hire someone professional. Don't just maybe, you know, pick your grandma or something like that to do your voiceover. So those right. are just a few things you don't want to do. And for those who this is their first time even hearing about book trailers, let's take just a moment. I know we're going to we're going to cover tips for writing the scripts. We're going to cover where to find the audio clips, and we're going to talk about licensing. We're also going mm-hmm. to talk about where to find video clips and licensing as well. Can you give us just a snapshot of what a good book trailer looks like? You said there's a music bed that goes with it. Does that go the full length of the video trailer? Yes. So your audio is extremely important. I think it just sets the mood for the entire trailer. I write thriller novels or I write romantic suspense novels. So I like to have just really fast paced, kind of a little bit darker, suspenseful music. And that's going to set the whole tone for my book. Then if, but if you're writing romance, then you want to use something that's, you know, a little sweeter, a little calmer, maybe a little fun. Yeah. There's some really funny romances out there. I had one book trailer that I did for, I believe it was Christina Rich and it was a fun romantic story that she wrote kind of set in a Western theme and they had this mean chicken. So, you know, I put this, this great Western music and we had this video clip of this chicken and these kids, these barefooted kids. It was, it just turned out to be really, really cute. So you want to make sure, you know, that the audio that you do select is, it sets the mood. And even if you're writing like nonfiction, then you want to use things like, you know, a little bit more corporate music, or you want something that kind of matches the author that you're trying to promote. If they're talking about a certain topic, you know, that's kind of their brand. You want to match that brand with the music that you select. What is the average length? Well, I think you want to keep them short. And the reason I say that is because as the world (laughs) moves into Instagram reels and TikTok videos, they're like 30 seconds, maybe a minute long. Um, 
for me, the shorter you can keep it, one, it helps, it renders faster when you actually render the video when you're creating it and you, then you have to render it into a file format. It renders faster if you keep it short. Two, it uploads better. So if you're adding these videos to a website or to your social media pages, to Goodreads or Amazon or a newsletter that you want to send out to your readers, it just loads quicker and looks nice. So you, you want to keep them you know, I would say definitely not more than a minute, um, 30 seconds. If you're writing, doing it for suspense or thrillers, you want to keep them a little bit tighter, a little bit faster paced. Romance can get away with a little bit longer of a script, a little bit longer of a video, maybe 45 seconds, something like that. And then up to a minute. Now I, I do know, like, I think for you, when we did a couple of your videos, we did go a little longer because we had some speaking elements that we wanted to highlight. So nonfiction, obviously, if you're using them on your website for your nonfiction writing and speaking, then you would you might could go up to two minutes. But I really went and I would try to keep them short to just to keep people's attention. And because then you also get better watch rates or view rates on your YouTube pages or your TikTok. So what you don't want to happen is somebody be watching your trailer and stop at 30 seconds when your trailer's a minute long. You want them to watch all the way to the end because YouTube rewards that, you know, or TikTok rewards that, Instagram rewards that. They're watching through the entire video and the algorithm will pick that up and will help to kind of promote that if people are finding your videos interesting and they're watching them all the way through. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Mm. I really like that. All right, let's mm -hmm. go into where to find audio clips and talk a little bit about licensing there as well. Okay, so audio clips, you can find some free areas to get some great audio. Some of it comes with the video editing software that you can purchase. So like if you have a, a pro subscription to Canva, then you get an audio library that's free. Also, if you have a YouTube channel, which I encourage anybody that's doing videos to have a YouTube channel, why not put them up there, have another avenue, another networking area that you can highlight those videos. And with your YouTube channel, you get access to something called Studio YouTube, and they have an audio library with music and with sound effects, which is super helpful if you want to, you know, like I have some videos that I have like a gun, that a sound effect of a gun or the sound effect of thunder or something like that, that I add into my videos behind the, the music that I also add into it. So you've got Studio YouTube and Canva. Those are free. Then you can get into some where you have to purchase a license like Epidemic Sound, Ben Sound. I just saw one the other day. I think it was called Soundstripe. One of, somebody emailed me about it. And you do have to buy a license for these. But if you're using a lot of audio, even if it's for social media videos, then if you're using a lot of audio, then you can you can purchase these licenses and then, you know, they're tax deductible. So because I create videos for marketing, you're marketing your books, you're using these to market, then you can take the subscription off on your taxes, or at least I do. Now, if you're doing Instagram videos or TikTok videos, and obviously there's tons of music there that you can use for free as well. And you can do little videos on that and just make them really simple. You don't have to go big and professional looking, you can just do homemade videos to promote your book with some music behind it. But the thing is, is that you got to get that content in video and those trailers in the into that medium and out on those websites and on those social media channels to help market your books. That's right. So the audio is available in several places for free. And mm -hmm. for yep. those where it's going to cost, guess what? It's part of doing business. And Absolutely. we invest in ourselves in so many ways. We invest in our business 
this is another way that we would be looking at that as an investment. So this is great. Also with the video editing software, if you decide to purchase a video editing software like Adobe Premiere Pro or Movie Avi Vid, um, I think even maybe DaVinci Resolve has, they have an audio library built into those softwares. So make sure that you're not purchasing a license and a software that's already got an audio library built in because you might not need it. So just really research before you purchase, I think is really important. Okay. And did you cover all of where we can find video clips? Because I know we were we were talking about finding audio clips and we segued into the finding video clips. Is there any place that's different specifically that you oh. want to share with the listeners? Yes, absolutely. So the video clips, actually, it's different than your audio. Um, there are some places that you can get video and audio through them, but the video clips that I use are storyblocks.com. It's a great place for video clips and even for photos. If you if you do use photos in a really cool way for your trailers, and I don't mean just rotating from one to the next one with like a slideshow, but using them in sort of an artistic way for your trailer, then you can get those um, at storyblocks.com. Some of the other places would be pixabay.com, pexels.com. They have free pictures and free copyright. So that's the thing you want to think about with your video. If you're not like Storyblocks, I had to buy a license to use their videos. And the reason I did that is because I was using a ton of video clips because I was making so many book trailers for people. And I didn't want to continue. I didn't want to use the same video clips over and over, which is what was kind of happening. I was running out of video clips to use through Pixabay and Pexels. So, but if you're just doing for you and you want to create these for yourself, you probably won't need to purchase a license for video clips through Storyblocks or Stock Adobe. Shutterstock.com is another one. iStock.com and Vitavo.com. Those are all kind of licensing softwares for video. You could probably just use Pixabay or Pexels videos for free. And those are copyright free as well. But if you if you do the Storyblocks, the Stock Adobe, Shutterstock, iStock, or Vitavo, then you're going to have to purchase a license to okay. use theirs. And you can't really, you can't even download them without them sending you to their licensing page. So you'll know that you have to purchase. And some of those can get pretty pricey. I only do Storyblocks. It's about, I think it's about um, $85, I want to say for the year. So it's not a horrible expense, but you know, if, if you're using them often, then I think right. that's okay. But if you're just doing one book trailer a year, because you're only putting out one book a year, you wouldn't want to pay that you know, for one book trailer. Right. Right. And you call, is this what you call B-roll? I do. Yeah. I call our stock footage, stock video footage or B-roll. Yeah. A lot of times I call it B-roll and it's just video clips of, you know, I might go in and do a search for a woman walking through a field or I might, a woman walking down a dark alley, you know, something like that, or a guy that's a police officer in a police patrol car, or he's driving down the road. I just do a search for those things and then the tons of video clips will just come up and then you just download them and then you're going to drop them into your video or import them, drop them into your video editing software and, and then you start to stitch them together to create this beautiful video with your audio layer underneath it. And what I really like too, Shannon, is I've, I've seen your work and Thank the you. trailers that I appreciate are the ones that take me on a journey with the yes. the video aspect of it, the photo aspect of it. And like you said, it I don't find a stop. It just takes me from beginning. It flows directly in. And if there is a voiceover that goes with it, 
it matches it, if there is yes. text that goes with it, and we're going to go next to writing scripts for yes. the um, book trailers. But I do like when it flows. And if I watch one and I get like hung up somewhere and I go back and I go, what was that? I will tell you, I send out video stuff. I know you do this as well. You send out and go, mm -hmm. all right, look at this. Is there anything that is wonky? Is there anything that <laughs> stops you? It's like having a beta group for yes. your videos. Super How important. did this make you feel? <laughs> super important, super important. Making sure that you have eyes of others. And I always use a phrase of, of people who really don't love you. Because everyone, <laughs> if they love you, then everything you do is great. If they don't love you, then they're going to be honest with you, da, da, da. Right. But so right. this is something that I think is very important that we have that flow. Like you said, it's a, it's a semi tease. It makes me want to purchase. It makes yes. me want to know more, it makes me want to learn more. I have a video trailer for my coaching. Yes. I want someone to feel safe. That's what yes. I want with that. Those are the dynamics is that when they come to the end, Will they say, I will be in a safe place with Linda? Yes. Linda gets yes. me. That's Absolutely. what I want to walk away with too. So always keep in mind the purpose and the feel that you want, which really does segue us into the tips for writing scripts. Right. I'll let you take that away here. Yeah, so scripts are important, um, but I think they are also daunting for people. I think if any any time somebody gets a little worried about a video trailer that's, oh, I got to write a script, right? So I try to make it really simple. One, you don't want your scripts to be too wordy. And what I mean by that is, one, sometimes it's hard to read. If you've got a fast-paced trailer that you're putting out there and you've got tons of script for the reader to try to, or the audience member or whoever's watching your video to try to read while it's flipping through the video clips, they're just going to miss a lot. And it's so important, like what you said about the way you make them feel versus the, the what's actually you know on the page. But you have to give them a little bit, right? You got to guide them a little bit. So what I like to do is I like to take the tagline for books. We have to write them for every book that we submit to Love Inspired Suspense. We have taglines for all of our books. Sometimes I just simply use the tagline if it's a good one. And then if it's, if it's not good, or if I need it to be a little bit longer, then what I'll do is I'll look at the back co cover copy of the book and I will reword it and shorten it down and kind of make it concise. You don't want every video clip to have words on it. You mm. want to have like a few words and then you want to let a few video clips play, let it play out and then do a few more words and then let it play out. And you always want to end with, you know, the, the a part of the script that piques that reader's interest it makes them want to go buy the book. So the, the biggest mistake I see is that people just get way too wordy with it and they just don't need to do that. You don't need to have a big, long video script. You just need to take, you know, taglines or condense down that back cover copy and those you know, use what you've got to make a great script for that video. And what about that very last portion of the video trailer? What do they need to have on that very last section that's going to cause someone to take action? Well, they need to have a picture of their book, <laughs> right? If that's what we're promoting, you want to have a picture of your book and you want to have a way that that viewer to go to their website to get more information about that book. 
And you also want to let them know when it, you know, is, can they buy it now? Is it coming out on a certain date? But just, you know, when you do that video trailer, if you put like a pre-order now, or I usually just do learn more because if I do like a pre-order at this website or I do, this book will be released on such and such a date. Then after that date, it kind of, you, Kill, then you've kills got a, kind of, a, yeah, it kills it. Right. So we just sort of do, I do a learn more and then I put the, the website of the author on that last page and a nice big picture of their book. The book also, I think it's really important. This is just a quick tip. I, I don't like flat book covers. I like the 3d book covers. So I go to the 3d, I think it's like do it yourself, 3d bookcovers.com or something like that. And it will take your flat covers and it gives you this really cool 3d look. It just kind of creates a neat picture. And you can do that with Canva. I think too, I think there's some other photo editing softwares that will give you that neat 3d look that a lot, you'll see a lot of publishers and writers use to promote their books. So always, always end with a call to action, like, Hey, go here. If you want to learn more, And then I would suggest if you're uploading your videos to YouTube or even onto your social media pages, always have links in the description to make it easy. You want to make it easy, simple for these readers to go and find that book. So put the links to your Amazon account or the Amazon page that that book is on so they can just click and buy, click and buy make it super simple. And that's the links that you have that are in your YouTube description as right. Shannon says, because they're live links. You're giving them a place to go after you have captured their attention. The I think yes. the worst thing in the world is for the, someone to see something and them go, wow, this is awesome. And they look around and there's nothing there. There's nothing for them to do. And yes. it's like, what do I do now? And right. then life intervenes and they forget and they go on to another thing. So you have, sometimes I'm bad about that too. Sometimes I have to remember to do that. So, Mm. and -hmm. it's not, and I know for us, sometimes we think, well, we don't want to be pushy. We don't want to come across as too eager. No, here's the thing. If we provide a quality trailer that captures someone's attention and they view it all the way to the end it's because they want more. They yes. want more. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. we would be very remiss in not supplying it to them. They right. don't have to click, but if it's there, it gives them an option. Absolutely. And I just want to reiterate too, is just, this is not just for your web, you know, for the writer's website. A lot of people will do a video and they just put it on the website. And I'm like, there's so many places that you can use these videos and so many ways to use these videos that we have to, you know, as writers, we have to reach across a broad network of multiple social media channels and book. You can use it in your book clubs. Um, if you're a member of, of like, I'm an author member of the Blue Ridge Readers Club. And sometimes yes. when they, they will let us put things out to the readers and say, you know, on certain days, or I'm a there's a certain groups that I've joined as an author and they'll let us put out things on certain days. These are great, quick ways to just say, Hey, here's a link to my book trailer. You drop the link in and give maybe a little picture. I always put a picture with whatever little snippet I'm saying about my book trailer or my book and make it easy for readers to find you is what you're trying to do is create that ability to be transparent and seen. Yes. Uh, Amazon author central. 
everyone, yes. if you have a book, you must have an active author central page on Amazon. Please yes. make sure that you have one created and you drop the trailers in there. It is yeah. perfect for that. We mentioned earlier, they... I think, Goodreads. Anywhere yep. that we can review where a book can be reviewed, there many times we are able to slip in a short video as well. Absolutely. I Highly do think Goodreads it. is getting ready. I've, I've been getting some emails about Goodreads making some changes. So I don't know if they're going to, I hope they don't take that ability away. Um, but hmm. I know you can do it on your Amazon Author Central. And um, right now, I you can also do it on Goodreads. Hopefully that's not going to change. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have given us, you really have given us so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're and, so welcome. And I, we, I know we're, we have a giveaway. We'll talk about that in a minute. One of the things that I would like to offer our listeners is just a peek behind your personal curtain, your first time guest with us. Sure. Can you share something with us that we might not read in your bio? Yes. Um, I don't know if people know that they might know this about me a little bit because I've posted some photos, not videos of this, but photos of my my lake days. I love to go to the lake. We have just a, an old like 1970s trailer that we just, I don't know, it's just fun that we go to on the weekend sometimes. And But I love to slalom water ski. So I'm almost 50 years old, not there yet, but I just, the other weekend we went and I hadn't done it in several years. Cause I was like, I don't, it just, I don't know, you get older, it just gets harder to do. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it again just to make sure I could still do it. Right. And so I did, I was, I got up the first time and we, you know, skied around the lake a little bit and came back in and dropped me off, didn't fall one time. So I loved, I loved that. I used to, we used to ski all the time. I don't know. We just get older and we slow down a little bit, I guess. But it's fun. No, but it's good to know that, that I can still do it. Thing. And right. for, for slalom, those of you that don't know about skiing slalom, that means you're using one ski. Yes. So yeah. you're not on two. It took me two. a long time to learn how to do that. So I'm proud of it. <laughs> I'm very when I was young. Yeah. Well, but you're not doing easy. it now. And yes, you're still, still young. And I, and I right. think this is true. You know, I have found for so many of us that we don't age out like people have done in the past. Right. We truly are finding so many of us that are getting brand new careers over 50. They're, so true. Their writing life is beginning over 50. They're mm. becoming more and more familiar with technology because technology, the paradigm shift in technology which used to be, you know, a hundred years and then something would change 50 years. And now it's like two months every and day things have changed <laughs> every day. Yeah. And yeah. so we have to keep up with it. And I think the process itself of staying up with what's new and what is available really keeps us alert. It really yeah. does. So learning something new is never a bad thing. It helps Absolutely. us with our cognitive functioning. And like you said, it's also kind of fun. So we love it. It makes life fun. fun. Absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Well, as, as we wrap up, Shannon, tell okay. us a little bit about jail cell, if you would. 
Oh, the jail cell. So that is my newsletter. So I write books for love inspired suspense and the jail cell is my newsletter where I keep my readers connected, stay connected with my readers. I love to hear from my readers. Sometimes they'll email me and we just have nice little chats. I always try to respond when I get emails from my readers. So if anybody's interested in my writing journey, I just had a book released in June called Secrets Left Behind with the Love Inspired Suspense. And I have another book coming out in March of 2023 and then another one in Q4. So I've got a lot, a lot coming up next year. And if you want to connect with me, um, you can go to my website at shannonredman.com and you can sign up for my newsletter, The Jail Sale. It's right on the very first page. When you land on my homepage, it's right there real easy for your, everybody to get to. And I also do monthly book giveaways for your book of your choice, as long as it's a love-inspired or love-inspired suspense. I, I like to help promote the, you know, the line that I write for. So um, we do little, I do little calls to actions in my newsletter. And then I have people, when they do the call to action, then I will put them into a drawing to win a book. And I've got to, I got to send out September's. It's getting, I'm getting a little bit behind here for September, but usually I send it out the first week of every month. And we have a new winner and they get a little book in, from Amazon and the book of their choice that they want as long as it's love inspired and love inspired suspense. So that's the jail cell. So come, come join and be in the jail cell with me. I love it. I love yeah, it. It's that's, fun. It's a great visual in my mind, you know, yeah. who, better, who better to be locked up with? Okay. We right. Well, you know, and I'm a suspense writer. And so I write about getting locked up. There it is. <laughs> a lot. There it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what do you have as a gift for our listeners today? So I have an actual, it's going to be a PDF of all, there's so much more to book trailers than what we cover today. I can't cover it all in 30 minutes. There's just way too much. It would probably take me a good, at least half a day to cover everything to share. And there's probably more than that. And so I, but I do, do teach a class on it. I taught it at the Blue Ridge Mountain Christian Writers Conference last May. And I have a handout page from that. That's a PDF. And then also if you're interested in having me create a book trailer for your book that you're putting out, then you can click on let's make a book trailer discussion or get my free book trailer discussion. And we'll, I'll spend, you know, a few minutes, 30 minutes or so just talking about book trailers and telling you, you know, kind of meeting with you, seeing if we're a good fit and determining like what kind of book trailer would be good for you. So, and it could be for nonfiction. It could be for speakers. It could be for fiction writers um, anybody that just wants to create videos, if you just want to pick my brain, then make sure you s go to my website and click on that. Yes, I want my free discussion session. And that's what we're going to have included. We have those links available for you in the show notes. And for those of you that are new to show notes and you're like, I hear you talk about show notes. Where in the world do I find them? Well, if you're listening to Apple Podcast, so you're on your little Apple Podcast viewer, if you hover over the play area where, you know, where you hit play and now you're listening here, the bottom right-hand side, I it should be on that player itself. If you hover with your cursor, you're going to see a circle with a lowercase i in it. Click on that that opens up the show notes. 
and then you can view them and click on the links and follow the links and do whatever you want from there. Different podcasting platforms have different locations for the show notes. We have the Blue Ridge Mountain website available there as well. It shows you all of the, immediately all of the show notes that are located for every single episode that we do. So make sure that you take advantage of what our experts are offering you. Well, you have done so much for us, Shannon. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to be with us here today. Oh, I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you for having me, Linda. I appreciate it. Well, you do good work. I, <laughs> I'd love to be able to have individuals on who truly are passionate about helping to promote kingdom work. Yes. And that's what we're all about, right? That's yes, what we're all that's about. Exactly. That's exactly what this is about, is promoting Christian fiction and the word of Christ and the gospel of, of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I'll toss mm. in nonfiction. I'll toss in poetry. I'll toss yes. in all of that. If yes. you are writing for the kingdom, man, yes. we need to get those trailers out there. People need to see and experience what it is that you are putting down in print. Oh, so good. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you for being here. Mm, you're welcome. And I thank you, friends. Thank you for joining us. Please take a moment to share this podcast episode with another writer or two and give us a star rating. Would you please post an episode review? I'd love to hear what you think about this one with Shannon. Also hit subscribe if you have not done so. Once you hit subscribe or you hit the follow key, whatever it is that shows on your podcasting platform, you will never miss an episode. They're just going to show up on your, in your downloads. They're going to show up on your player. And I don't want you to miss anything. I really don't. This is one thing about your best writing life. We offer truly conference content that's accessible all the time with just a push on play. It's available to you. And I do, I greatly appreciate you because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. So let me hear from you. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being with you next time on your best writing life.